What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 42 of the Daughter and Pops podcast. Today, I am super stoked to get to work with you guys because I am going to be telling you guys my mock draft, uh, the trades that are happening right now because today the trades were allowed to start. So I am super happy for us to get started today. So first off, I hope everybody is staying safe out there right now. I know that for me and my family, we're being super cautious as well. Um, I know we're still continuing on our basketball. We still wear masks while we play, while we practice. Everywhere we go, we're basically in masks unless we're at home. So make sure all of you guys are staying safe, everything like that. So I want to get right to it today because I am just like super ecstatic. So I'm going to start off with the trades that have already happened as of tonight. So the biggest one right now that happened earlier today was the Phoenix Suns and Oklahoma City Thunder trade. So the Phoenix Suns got Chris Paul and Abdel Nader. Um, Obviously, Chris Paul was the main option there. And so the Thunder, they got Kelly Oubre Jr., Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, Jalen Leake, and a 2022 first-round draft pick. So my thoughts on this trade, number one, I like having Chris Paul on the Suns because that gives Devin Booker another another reliable guard to bring the ball down the court. Yeah, Ricky Rubio was good and all, but I just feel like Chris Paul, he's definitely the bigger leader. And I feel like, I don't want to say he's more responsible, but like since he's what's considered a vet, he knows what he's doing. So I'm excited for the Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Um, the Chris Paul and Devin Booker show is basically what I'm saying. And Abdal Nader, he's a pretty talented young player. I think he has uh, some up-and-coming future. Um, so I feel like I'm excited for what the Suns got. With the Thunder, I have never really been a fan of Kelly Oubre Jr. Um, Obviously, he's a great player. Personally, I'm not saying this is what everybody else feels, but personally, I think that Kelly Oubre is overrated. Please, no disrespect on that one right there. (laughs) Um, Obviously, the Thunder got Ricky Rubio as well. I feel like Ricky is a good playmaker. He also knows what he's doing. Um, I think that he'll be a decent fit with the Thunder. You, they also got Ty Jerome, so he's uh, he could go off sometimes. He can do st- a little something. Uh, the one that I wish that the Suns kept was Jalen Leake. I don't feel that they needed to throw him in there, but I think that Jalen Leake, he has a really bright future ahead of him. So in that case, I think that the Thunder got a really good pick with that one. Obviously, any draft picks that you could acquire and that always ends up being good. If I were to choose who won this trade, I'm actually going to go with the Thunder. Not only because they got a draft pick, but because I'm not saying that Jalen Leake is like the future star, but I feel like he's the one that kind of made it to where the Thunder win that trade. Okay, the second trade that happened today was the Brooklyn Nets and the Detroit Pistons. The Brooklyn Nets required Bruce Brown and the Detroit Pistons. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his first name, but Musa. They got Musa in a 2021 second round draft pick. Okay, so I don't have too many thoughts on this one. I think that the Nets won this pick overall because Bruce Brown is a um, pretty well-rounded player. Um, To be honest, I don't really know too much about Musa. 
So I'm not going to say or talk about something that I don't know. So, but personally, I think that the Nets ended up winning that trade. Um, so the the other one that there's talks about right now is the Los Angeles Lakers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Man, the Thunder are making some moves right now. Um, so the Lakers intend to get Dennis Schroeder and the Thunder intend to get Danny Green and then the 2020 number 28 pick that was supposed to be the Lakers. So I personally think that this is going to happen. I feel like it, there's like a 75% chance or higher that this is going to happen. Um, I personally think that the Lakers would win this trade with Dennis Schroeder. I think that Dennis Schroeder is a very good player. And I think that with Rajon Rondo being the Lakers guard currently, I feel like Dennis Schroeder is a step up. Keep in mind, Rajon Rondo, he is a great player. I personally love having him. But I think that you also need somebody who's going to give up the ball but also score at the same time. I know that uh, Schroeder going to Lakers will be a different look, but he averaged over 18 points this last season, which this last season felt like it took forever, just saying. Um, I think for the Thunder, I think that they should have asked for another player from the Lakers. Um, you got like maybe even Markeith Morris, Jared Dudley, Quinn Cook. Um, so I feel like that's why the Lakers win this trade. I think that Danny Green, he's a good shooter. Um, I just don't think he's he has like the smartest IQ. So personally, I think that the Lakers win that trade. Okay, and right now it's the biggest talks of the talks um, ever since twelve o'clock after this afternoon um James Harden so he about a couple of hours ago turned down 50 million dollars per year from the Houston Rockets it would have been a two-year 103 million dollar deal for him to stay but he turned it down there's a lot of talk saying that he's gonna go to the Brooklyn Nets okay so personally I think that him going to the Brooklyn Nets, I think that the Nets would be totally overrated. So you have James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant on the same team with a brand new coaching staff and Steve Nash, his teammate, uh, Stonemeyer, um, and then you got also a couple of other people. So I mean, I just think it's too much. How Pops would always say, there's only one ball on the floor, right? Um, Harden needs to have the ball in his hands in order to do something uh, because that's just the, the way he is. He doesn't play much defense, and he's mainly known for scoring points. KD, he's known for scoring points and rebounding, so he'll also need the ball in his hand. Kyrie, he's known for scoring and a little bit of defense. So, I mean... All of these players are known for scoring, but there's only one ball. So I personally think that the chemistry just wouldn't wouldn't work out. I don't think it would be good for the Nets personally. Um, I would, if I was a Brooklyn Nets GM, I would personally stay away from Harden right now because I just feel like it's way too much. Um, so yeah. I also know that Harden, after putting this up, it would probably be like an hour ago, but um, he had just put up a story. It was very interesting. 
It's the only thing he's put up in the last like week or so on his Instagram page. But it was a video of him having a body armor water bottle, him taking off the cap and then setting it down on the table and then zooming in on the cap. Uh, people are saying, like, does it mean cap or no cap? Is he going to Brooklyn? Is he going to Philadelphia? Um, by the way, if he does go to Philly, I feel like that'd be a decent overall. I think that Philly would get rid of Ben Simmons, though, for that. But I personally think that him and Joel Embiid would actually work pretty decent together. Which, it's weird for me to say that because it, they're, like, two mainly dominant players. But I feel like those two would work well together. So... Uh, going back to the water bottle thing, which it sounds stupid even saying this, honestly, because we're talking about a water bottle here. Like, come on. But, I mean, cap or no cap, is he going to Brooklyn or what? what's he going to do? Comment down below in the sections or, yeah. I mean, I personally, I think that he's going to go to Brooklyn, but if I was a GM, I would personally stay away from it. Okay, and then for... The Rockets. You also have Westbrook, right? He want. I think Westbrook also wants out of Houston. Um, him and James Harden really didn't work well together. Um, obviously, Harden won't be with the Rockets anymore, especially after turning down that much money, which is absolutely unbelievable. So uh, the biggest talks of the talks right now is Westbrook is maybe going to the New York Knicks. Um, personally, I feel like wherever Westbrook goes, it's, like, just, like, a whatever team, like, in the middle. Um, so I really don't have too much to say when it comes to Westbrook and where he's going. I feel like he will go to the Knicks. I don't think he'll stay in Houston. And in that case, I feel like Houston's going to have a very poor year. But then again, you never know what they're going to get in return for Harden and or Westbrook. So... That's that for the trade talks right now. I mean, I felt like on every time that uh, trade day, like, starts, usually there's a lot more, like, happening. So I was kind of surprised to only see, like, two to three different trades today. But um, I'm hoping there's some more tomorrow because I always like seeing what ends up happening, seeing how the uh, teams change. And I know for me, at the beginning of every NBA restart, I actually write out the rosters of all 30 NBA teams. Yes, it takes me about an hour and a half to finish, but, like, it, it's helpful because, like, I keep all my little packets in a binder, and I can go and see, like, the differences and the changes from each and every year. So you never know. I bet you that'll be, like, very valu valuable at some point, so... <clears throat> I just think that I love doing this. So, okay, that wraps up the trade talks. So now what everybody has probably been waiting for on our podcast, the mock draft. So before I start this off, this is my personal own opinion. I'll also be giving out what ESPN had as their uh, mock draft. So um, we'll have our comparisons. I'll give my opinions on this. Um, so here we go. I'm super excited. Okay, the Minnesota Timberwolves have the number one pick in the NBA draft. Okay, so personally, I feel that LaMelo Ball is going to go number one. He's a guard, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, they have D'Angelo Russell, but they don't have very, uh, very many ball-dominant guards. 
So in that case, I feel like LaMelo Ball will, would work very well going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, uh, ESPN has Anthony Edwards going number one. I could understand that as well because he's also a guard. Um, I just see LaMelo Ball going there instead. Number two, we have the Golden State Warriors. For me, I have James Wiseman from Memphis going to the Golden State Warriors. He's a center, and right now the Warriors, um, they're they're kind they're pretty much small. You got Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson. You have Andrew Wiggins too, um, and then you also have Draymond Green. Draymond Green, he's uh, he's not big enough to be a center, in my opinion. Uh, just compared to the rest of the centers on the other NBA teams. So personally, I feel that James Wiseman would be a perfect pick for the Warriors, uh, especially with how big he is, being like seven foot one. which, by the way, that's like ginormous. <laughs> uh, so ESPN also has James Wiseman going number two. I feel like that's what's going to end up happening. Number three, the Charlotte Hornets have the third overall pick. I have Anthony Edwards going to the Charlotte Hornets. Anthony Edwards is a guard. Um, the Charlotte Hornets, I mean, I don't know. Charlotte Hornets, they're always, like, towards the bottom each year. So I feel like it's kind of tough to speak about the Hornets. Um, I feel like they are, at one point, they are going to be strong. And I think that Edwards can definitely help it, help them out. Him coming from Georgia, Georgia, yes, they were a pretty well-rounded team last year. Obviously, he was a star, and he had a pretty good leadership role there. So I feel like he could do pretty good going into the Hornets, and I feel like he's the type of player that, like, would fit in. Um, for the number three pick, ESPN has LaMelo Ball going number three. I could understand LaMelo going in with the Hornets as well. I feel like Edwards does have the leadership advantage over LaMelo, though. Um, so personally, that's why I say Anthony Edwards going number three. Okay, number four, the Chicago Bulls. I'm going with Obi Toppin from Dayton. Dayton. So don't get me wrong if I say these names wrong because um, I am not the greatest with names. And there's some pretty tough names in this draft this year. So don't get me wrong on that. Obi Toppin, he is a forward. Obviously, from the Chicago Bulls, um... It's kind of tough to speak on them. I think that they need a better forward, and I think that Obi Toppin is a very strong forward. Um, so in that case, I feel like he would uh, fit in well with the Chicago Bulls. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like he fits in well on, on the number four pick and with the Bulls. Um, ESPN has Denny Avdija going number four. Um, makes sense. He's a guard slash forward. I could see him fitting in decently as well. Hang on one second. I want to get a sip of water. Okay. Number five pick. We have the Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, goodness. The Cleveland Cavs haven't been good since LeBron James in 2016. And Kyrie. Don't forget about him. So, personally, I have Onyeka Okongwu. <laughs> Man, these names are tough. He's coming from USC. He is a forward slash center. So I feel like the Cavs, um, you obviously have Colin Sexton. You have 
like Larry Dance Jr. Um, I think that they need a really strong forward slash center. I think that they need, okay, for the Cavs, they need a whole, like, new team personally. But, like, I feel like to start it off, they need a strong forward slash center. So that's why I think that Onyeka going to the Cavs would fit in well. Um, so, yeah. ESPN has Obi Topping going to the Cavs. Makes sense as well. Both two very strong players. But in like a one-on-one situation, I would actually choose Onyeka over Obi Toppin. So that's my thoughts right there. <clears throat> Number six, we have the Atlanta Hawks. Um, so personally, I have Denny Ovidja. Um, I'm just going to say the first names. I have Denny going number six to the Hawks. He's a guard slash forward. Um, I feel like with Trey Young being ball dominant, and you also have uh, Clint Capella, he's also with Atlanta, so you have a forward and, uh, I mean, you have a center and a strong guard right there. So I think that with Denny being a guard slash forward, meaning shooting guard small forward, I feel like that's a perfect fit for him. So I feel like he'd blend in very well with the Hawks. I think that him and Trey Young would actually work well together, and I actually think that they're kind of similar players as well. Um, ESPN has Onyeka Okongwu going number six to the Hawks. Makes sense. I just think he fits in a lot better with the Cavs. Okay, number seven, we have the Detroit Pistons. I have Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa State going to the Pistons. He is a guard. For the Detroit Pistons, you have um, Blake Griffin, who is a very strong forward. I think that for the Pistons, you need, like, I think you need a stronger guard. Um, So in that case, I feel like Tyrese would be um, pretty good overall. I think that for the Pistons, they're kind of, I don't want to say they're a boring team to watch, but, like, you never really know what to expect from them. So, um, I'm not saying anything bad about, like, Tyrese Halliburton, but I just think that it, he, anybody who goes to the Pistons is kind of getting stuck in a tough situation. Um, so I'm just going to say that right now. Okay, and from ESPN, the uh, ESPN has Patrick Williams from Florida State going to the Pistons, which actually... The number eight pick is the New York Knicks. I have Patrick Williams from Florida State going to the Knicks. Um, he is a forward for the Knicks. You obviously have, like, Kevin Knox. And even as I had mentioned earlier, if you have Westbrook going there, Patrick Williams being a forward, the Knicks need a forward besides, uh, who's over there, Julius Randle. Um, and so with Randall being center and they have Patrick Williams at forward, I feel like that's a pretty strong front court. Um, ESPN has Tyrese Halliburton going to the Knicks. Uh, I feel like whoever does go to the Pistons, though, is, like I said, put in a tough situation. So that's why I, ha- I have Halliburton going to Pistons and Patrick Williams going to the Knicks. Okay, for the last two, because I'm only doing top ten, because everybody knows that's what... Just about everybody really cares for. So, number nine, you have the Washington Wizards. I have Isaac Okoro from Auburn going to the Wizards. He is a guard slash forward. So, for the Wizards, you obviously have John Wall back this season, and you have Bradley Beal. Um, 
obviously both of them being guards, it would be kind of tough to, it would be tough being put in, having another guard, a rookie guard in that case, going into that team. So that's why I think with him being guard slash forward, I feel like he's going to be mainly put at in the forward position. Um, and so I feel like it'll, I think it'll be just a good fit for him. Um, I think he is almost like a Bradley Beal type of player, actually. Um, so that's why I think he fits in. ESPN also has Isaac Okoro going to the Wizards. So in that case, who knows? It probably should happen if Tati and ESPN have it going on. <laughs> okay, lastly, the number 10 pick. We have the Phoenix Suns. So before, I had to change this up because before the Chris Paul trade had happened, I had Colt Anthony going to the Phoenix Suns, but now with Chris Paul and Devin Booker being in the backcourt, oh man, that just it just wouldn't work out getting another guard like that. So that's why I have Sadiq Bey from Villanova. He is a forward. I have him going to the Phoenix Suns. So for the Suns losing Kelly Oubre, he was um, he was known as their dominant forward besides Aton at their center. So that's why I feel like they they need a new another forward. I don't want to say to replace Kelly Oubre, but also known as like a another player that's a forward. So I, that's why I think Sadiq Bey would fit in well for the Suns with him being his position. Um, at Villanova, he played very well. I was very impressed by him. So I think with him going to the Suns, I feel like that'd be a good fit. ESPN has Devin Vassell going to the Phoenix Suns. Personally, I don't know too much about Vassal, so I'm not going to speak on him. Um, so there you go. There's my top ten in the mock draft. I mean, I am stoked for this to be going on. I think that I think that this year, obviously, it'll be virtual, so it'll be a lot different. But I just think that it's gonna. It's just another thing to that's going on. So, I think it's going to be great. The NBA draft is in two days on November 18th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So, make sure everybody tunes into that. I know I'll definitely be watching. I also know that I'll be having games this weekend. Um, so, make sure you stay tuned on my Instagram for those because it's in a very special place that I haven't played at before. So I am super excited to play there because I know that it's pretty neat in there. So uh, make sure all of you guys stay tuned on at Tati Harness and my Instagram page. Uh, I also know that my sister at live underscore harness. Uh, one of her videos is going viral right now. So if you haven't seen her latest Instagram post, make sure you go and check that out. My latest Instagram post, I was actually playing Frisbee with my dad. And we had a competition on who could make it in the hoop first. Uh, in the video, you can't really see he's on the other side. I thought for sure I was going to get beat because obviously he's way better than me. But um, I actually had made it. And before I had uh, actually thrown that frisbee, I actually said in my camera, and I was like, just in case I make it. So, of course, when I had done it, I was, I was like super excited because like I had just set up my camera. So I ended up getting two makes in the hoop with the Frisbee before my dad even made it. So I was super happy with that. If you haven't seen it already, my reaction is pretty cool on that. So make sure you check that out. 
I appreciate everybody tuning in to episode 42. I can't believe we're 42 episodes in right now. Uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in to episode 42 of the Daughter and Pops podcast. I also know that I'll have my college basketball stuff coming up on November 22nd. So make sure you stay tuned for that because that's when it restarts. So, um, again, thank you, everybody, for coming on, and I will see you all for the college basketball and uh, restart.